Hi guys and welcome to another episode of the Remix Movement podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. This is episode 188. And um I'm so excited to kind of give you guys a personal testimony of what I and Lewis went through so that it can help you in maybe something that you're going through, maybe something that you have a petition for, that you're seeking out clarity, you're seeking out confirmation from God. And I want to give you guys just a really recent, recent example of this, something that you guys can easily relate to, that you can understand. And I want to give praise to God as well. Because whenever we give testimonies, whenever we share, um, you know, things that have happened to us, things that have happened to me personally, or in our marriage, we do it so that God can get the glory first. And we do it also secondly, so that you can understand, you can learn, and, and you can get to under, uh, to get to know how God sometimes works, right? He may not work like this all the time, but sometimes he works like this and, and it really helps to navigate in situations that you may be going through or petitions that you may be praying for, okay? So a few episodes ago, um, I had mentioned here on the podcast that Lewis and I were looking for a church that had an 8.30 a.m. Sunday service and that was close to us where we live in West Palm Beach. And um, I had mentioned that, you know, Lewis and I, we love being in a local church. We love the church that we were in. And, and we always have a special part and a special place in our heart for City Lift. That's the church that we went to in Fort Lauderdale. We love the pastors there. We love our family and friends there. We, we just, we love that culture. We love listening to the word of God there. We love the praise and worship there. And, and when you choose a church that you really love and that you feel like God brought you there for a reason and you receive every single Sunday and you want to be a part of the Bible groups and you want to be a part of being a, you know, a leader, like, there's something really special that goes on there, okay? So if you are new to the faith, I highly suggest that you look for a church that, number one, um, is is somewhere where you can easily get to, where it fits your schedule, and number two, where you enjoy um, the way the pastor is preaching, you enjoy the atmosphere, and, and you really do receive from God. Um, I used to think that it was really bad to do what's called uh, church hopping. And I want to kind of give that a little bit of context because there's a notion, there's a negative connotation if you are raised. Um, I was raised Pentecostal and, you know, I, I was always taught like you go to the church that your mom went to or you go to the church that your dad went to and then you just continue going there and you're raised in the person where I mean the you know, in the kids ministry and you go to the teenage youth group services and you grow as an adult, you go to the young adult service. I was used to that, right? Like there's a generational context there. And as you're young, I think that's great because that's the foundation of how I was brought up. That's the same foundation that Lewis was brought up, like where your parents go, they teach you. But then as you transition and you get older, when you get married and when life comes in, sometimes people move Sometimes people, they can't go to the same church that they were raised in. And that's understandable. Now, looking for a church is not like shopping. It's not like going from one church to another and say, you know what? I like the message here, but I like the prison worship here. I'm going to go to two churches. I, I don't think that that's personally something that I would do or I would suggest 
because it's hard to do that. I, it's, it's one kingdom and I understand that, but there's always this like sensation of finding a church where you can plant roots in. And what that means is where you can be able to flourish, where you can be able to say, you know what, God, this is the house where I'm being, um, you know, given the word of God, this is the church where I feel comfortable. And this is the church where I like to spend time with these people where I feel like it's home. This is the church that I want to give my tithes and offering to. And when you stick to that one church, then you can grow in that church and you can see yourself as a person, not only receive, but also serve others. And, and you grow with God in that. Okay. So I, I, was trying as we got older and as Lewis and I got married to look for a church where we can do that. And, and again, it's hard to do that when you are not used to a lot of different churches here in South Florida, there's a lot of churches and I thank God for that. Right. And where Lewis and I met in that area, there's literally a church every other stoplight. And I think that's fantastic. Every church has its own vision and its own mission, uh, mission, Although, you know, God called the church to be able to elevate people, to be able to get to know who God is, to be able to serve people, there are different ways of doing that. And every church has that, right? So there are small churches of less than 100 people. There are big churches of like 1,000 or more. And then there are mega churches that are like 10,000 on all these different things. Everybody has their own opinions and their own, you know, remarks and comments on these different types of churches. But for me and Lewis, when we got married and we started looking for a church, we felt like City Lift in Fort Lauderdale was the church for us. And now that Lewis is on a whole different company than he was when we first got married, um, his schedule has changed. And he works a lot on Sundays very oftenly. And the services that we used to go to were at 10 o'clock, um, or I'm sorry, we're at 11 o'clock on Sundays. And we used to serve in the garage, I mean, in the garage, in the parking ministry. We used to serve in the greeters ministry. And it got to the point where we felt terrible because as he's working more on the weekends, we've had to cancel those opportunities. We, we've had to not be able to be a part of the church. And, and it was really hard for us to listen to the word of God. And. I know that for some time we did do online churches and I do love that there's different ways, especially through the pandemic, that people were able to still be connected to the church and receive the word of God. And I think that's fantastic because I like to listen to sermons and preachings. I like now to listen to the podcast for City Lift Church. I find myself doing that more often because I want to still receive the word of God from a place where I used to go to. Um, but when you congregate with other people physically, when you are in the church with people and you're in the moment of praise and worship physically and you can raise your hands, I love doing that. I love in our marriage, we we want to be in a local church, right? So like I told you guys, a couple episodes ago, we were praying about this and we were like, you know what? There's a church near to us where they have an 830 service and it had been like maybe one time that we had gone there and you can feel the presence of God in the praise and worship. And it was amazing. Right. Lewis and I, we, we were like, wow, like after that service, we were like, we really like the praise and worship there. They don't do the same songs that we're, we're used to, but everybody's so different. It's, uh, you know, different colors of people, different ages of people. And that was something that attracted to us. And I didn't fully understand why, um, this particular church sometimes 
I have to watch the preacher through um, like a live stream. So the church we go to is a multi-campus church. So what that means is that they have a lot of different locations, and I love that. I think that's great if you have the ability to do that. But because they have so many different churches, they have one senior pastor, and then they have a few pastors, and it's one message, and if you're not at that campus when they preach it, then they just live stream it through video. So you're basically watching the service through it. And for me personally, I was like, okay, well, I don't understand that. And it was something that I pulled back from because I was like, if they have so many campus leaders, so many campus pastors, like why do they need to have, you know, one pastor preaching the same message to all of them? And I was telling Lewis even, you know, yesterday while we were celebrating our eight year anniversary, which is actually tomorrow, uh, May 2nd, May 2nd, I'm so happy that we are turning eight years together married but I was telling him I said babe I I know that we're praying about this I know that we are asking God for this I know that it's a little bit different than what we're used to the way that this church does their ministry but I don't know if I'm 100% there yet I don't know if I really want to commit myself to go into this church and again the only thing that's holding me back is that it's a different type of way of doing church. It's not something that I'm used to. It's out of the norm, right? And he said to me, well, we can try again. We can try again. We can see how you feel. We can keep praying. And we supported one another in this decision, and we keep praying, and we keep doing it, right? So we go ahead, and we go to service uh, today on Sunday. And, again, we both feel – well, I'll tell you this, okay? I'm not going to – I'm not going to just – not tell you this okay waking up really early than what you're used to is really hard okay and I make this sacrifice so that I can be able to go to church with my husband um for us to be able well for Lewis to be able to go to church and be able to go to work right after it is so difficult because we're not used to waking up so early on a Sunday. Like if Lewis was going to go to work, I would get it. And he would go to work at a certain time in the morning. But again, I'm like saying to myself, yes, it's a sacrifice for me to wake up at seven o'clock in the morning for us to be able to make it to church at eight 30. Cause we have to get dressed. We have to take a shower. And sometimes we're in the bed and we're like, Oh my God, we're so tired. But at the same time, I'm like, you know what? But we're doing this for God. He gave us breath this morning. He deserves the praise. And I want to be able to do this with you. And I encourage you, if you're married, or even if you're in a relationship with someone, if you are in a romantic relationship with someone or you're married, I highly suggest and encourage that you choose to go to church together, that you choose to be in the same place together. Because I do feel like God wants the church uh, to be a part of your life. I feel like God wants to speak to you in his house. His house is the church, okay? So even if it's, you know, seven, uh, an 8.30 service or a 10 a.m. service or an 11 a.m. service, maybe it's different and maybe somebody in your relationship uh, works early in the morning and can go to a service at night or can go to a service in the afternoon. Make whatever sacrifices you have to do so you can go to services together. I do feel like when you go together, there's moments that God allows both of you to be there, to pray with one another, to give your tithes and offering together, to meet new people together. And I think that's, that's something that's very beautiful. And it definitely has helped me and Lewis in our marriage. It's helped us to be able to see God in a different way because we're doing it together, okay? So... Yeah, so I wanted to go ahead and mention that because it's not easy, but we still do it. 
Anyways, we go to church at 830 and we feel the presence of God again in the praise and worship. And as we're doing, I'm like, wow, like I really do like this church. I really do like, you know, it is a huge church in size compared to City Lift. It's different. It almost looks like an amphitheater. Not that big, but like it's bigger. And I know that it's not what we're used to, but I still feel the anointing of God. I still feel a presence. I can still comfortably, you know, worship God, close my eyes, lift my hands without feeling judged by people around me. I can still give God glory. I can still shout during praising. I, and it makes me feel even better that as I'm going through this experience with God, I look to my left-hand side and Lewis is going through the same experience as well. Okay. So, I keep telling Lewis they're about to do the, you know, offering. And right after they do the offering, right, I go ahead and I see the local pastor come down. He talks a little bit. And then the senior pastor shows up on the screen. And I just said a comment to Lewis. I said, I wonder if today's the day that they're going to do like a service live with a person. And that wasn't the case. But I still kept myself open and we watched the service. And the preaching was literally about planting yourself in a church it was about the heart for the home the home meaning the church and as he's talking and he's preaching i i'm getting to know like the way he preaches i'm getting to see the way he is and the senior pastor is actually really charismatic he's really funny he had some like dad jokes in there but it was really easy to understand and he was basically, you know, letting people know like, hey, we have all these campuses, but we're not doing it for our benefit. We're doing it for the benefit of others. And it kind of changed the way I thought about multi-campus churches in a, in a different perspective. And I'm still thinking to myself, I'm like, okay, well, the Bible says, you know, uh, in Malachi 3.10, like bring the whole tithe to, into the storehouse that there may be food in my house, right? And I understand or I've always understand that to be when you give your tithes and offering, you give your tithes and offering to the church where you're receiving the word of God. You're giving your tithes and offering to the ministry where God is pouring into your lives. And again, I, I've been so accustomed to giving it to City Lift. And this is something that I was just thinking about, like, OK, well, do I continue to give it to City Lift while I'm still trying out this new church? Like, what do I do? And that's what we were praying for. Right. Well, the pastor was talking about how you have to be planted in the church. And he said it himself, he said, if you don't feel comfortable, if you don't think this is your church, if you don't think that God is speaking to you here, go find the church where you feel comfortable, where you listen to the word of God, where you feel the presence of God, where you receive blessing. And I'm in 100 percent agreements with that. Right. Like while you're looking for a place to call your home, a church home, you have to really understand, again, is this the church where I can comfortably attend it at a good time? Is this the church where I enjoy the praise and worship and feel free to lift my hands, praise and worship my God and be vocal? Is this the church where I feel comfortable enough to receive the word of God? Am I understanding what the pastor is preaching? Is he is he expressing himself in a way that's not difficult for me to understand? And is this the church where I can consider myself a home when I'm ready to get into a Bible study, when I'm ready to meet people? Am I open? Am I allowing myself to receive fellowship with others? Right. And he's giving this message and he's preaching and, and he's saying all these different things. And in my heart, I felt clarity. In my heart, I felt confirmation. And when we left the service and we're leaving, 
Lewis and I are looking at each other, and I'm listening, and I'm saying, well, babe, what did you think about the service? He says, I like it. He says, I like the way the pastor preaches. Like, yes, it's different than what we're used to, but I received the word, and he's funny. And I'm like, yeah, he is funny. Like, and, and like, I saw, you know, Lewis, like, paying attention to the service and enjoying it. And it, for me, that was the point where I felt peace. So what is this all to say, right? Um, it worked out. Praise the Lord, it worked out. God confirmed to me through the message, through my husband, and through the peace of God that this is the place where we're going to now try to get more involved in, be more present, take the plunge, be planted, be rooted, connect with the pastors. And this is the place where starting this month, Lewis and I are going to be giving our tithes and offering because this is the place where I feel like God has confirmed he wants us to be in. And again, it might not be what I'm used to. It might not be the way it used to be. It might not be a smaller church than what we had before, but that's okay because now that we have this confirmation, the best thing for us to do is obey. So I want to read this scripture because it goes to what, uh, you know, sometimes you need words of encouragement and you need to understand, like, you know, this is the confirmation that we've been asking. And what do I do now? Right. What do I do when I'm asking God for a petition or I'm praying for something to happen? And when God confirms it, like, what is the next step? Right. Even if it's hard, even if it's difficult, even if it's something I'm not used to. The answer is, if you have peace in your heart, you have clarity from God, and you have confirmation from him, you have to obey, okay? So I'm reading from Philippians chapter 4, starting from verse 1. This is Paul. And Paul says, Therefore, my dear brothers and sisters, stay true to the Lord. I love you and long to see you, dear friends, for you are my joy and the crown that I receive for my work. Now I appeal to Yodia and Snatch. I'm probably going to, like, butcher these names. I'm so sorry. But please, because you belong to the Lord, settle your disagreement. And I ask you, my true partner, to help these two women, for they worked hard with me in telling others the good news. They worked hard with Clement and the rest of my co-workers whose names are written in the book of life. Verse 4, always be full of joy in the Lord. I say it again, rejoice. Let everyone see that you are considerate in all you do. Remember the Lord is coming. Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done. Then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything that we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. Now, I just read the New Living Translation. And in this translation, it says the peace of God is what exceeds anything that you can understand, right? If you don't understand why God is pushing you in that direction, that's okay. But as long as God is pushing you in that direction, you need to obey. And I want to read verses 4 through 7 from the message version so you can get a down-to-earth version of what this means, okay? Celebrate God all day, every day. I mean, revel in him, rejoice in him. Make it as clear as you can do, uh, as you can, to all you meet that you're on the other side working with them and not against them. Help them see that the master, Jesus Christ, is about to arrive. He couldn't show up in any minute, which is true. God can show up. Jesus can show up in any minute. Okay, verse six. Don't fret or worry. Instead of worrying, pray. Let petitions and praises shape your worries into prayers, letting God know your concerns. Before you know it, a sense of God's wholeness 
Everything coming together for good will come and settle you down. It's wonderful what happens when Christ displaces worry at the center of your life. Now, God's wholeness is what the peace of God is. God's wholeness. Everything coming together for good will come and settle you down. So for me, I use the scripture as a way of saying, Stephanie, you and Lewis were praying. And you and Lewis gave your petition of whether or not you think God is taking you from one church into the other. And you had a little bit of worry, a little bit of anxiety, and this was a concern, but you let God take care of that concern. And now that you were able to receive confirmation through the message and through your communication with your husband, you are seeing the wholeness of God come together for good. And it's going to settle you down so that you can be able to see Christ displace your worry and everything is going to be okay. If you are someone that may be in transition, if you are like me and Lewis, where you literally, you move to a different state, you move to a different city, uh, you got a new job, your work schedule's crazy, don't make an excuse not to go to church, okay? Church is not the building. Church is the congregation that gathers together to praise God. Church is the gathering of people in corporate worship or in a location that there's People there who can pray with you, who can lift you up, and there's a pastor there who can give the word of God to you in a way that you can understand it and a way that you can apply it. Don't make an excuse not to go to church at the time that you feel comfortable. Because what happens is, is for you to get to know who God is, you have to be able to open the word of God in the Bible. But for you to be able to grow, you also need to have fellowship with others. And what you're praying for God may confirm it, and when he confirms it, even if it's something that's not what you're used to, what's out of your norm, if God is giving you the peace to be able to walk into that direction, you need to obey. That's all I wanted to go ahead and give. This is my testimony. This is me and Lewis's testimony. Like, we were dealing with this. We were struggling with this. And again, uh, this is a decision that we made as a married couple. This is a decision that we talked about for a while. This is something that was on our hearts. But I give God honor. I give God praise. And we are so grateful for God allowing us to walk through these doors and to start a new adventure and a new uh, home church where Lewis and I's faith can continue to grow together. So, again, um, this is a new thing for us, multi-campus church. We've never gone to a multi-campus church. We've never, um, you know, gone through this experience where it's a different way of doing things. But that's okay. Just because something's different and not what you're used to doesn't mean that it's bad. Yes, there's certain people that will have certain mentalities and, and certain, like, uh, concerns. But I do believe that if you open up your heart and you... Give everything to God, your worries and your anxieties, and you put your petitions. God will confirm what it is that you're asking for, be it good, be it what you want or be it what you don't want. He's going to confirm it. And when the peace of God comes, you're going to feel that wholeness. You're going to feel like, you know what, let me obey what God tells me to do. It's better to obey God than for you in a couple of days or a couple of weeks or a couple of months look back and say, man, you know what? He was pushing me in this direction. I probably, I probably would have saved myself the heartache, the headaches, the stress, and all these things that I'm going through had I said yes to God, had I obeyed God when he told me to do it. 
And I, you know, I just, I want to share with you guys this testimony. I want you guys to understand where we're coming from. And I really want to give God the glory because I feel like, you know, filling out that connect card and receiving a message of welcome, talking to certain people and putting ourselves out there and seeing how we made this decision together and God is backing us up and God gave us the confirmation is like a really exciting thing. And I do believe that God is going to continue to work a new thing in us. And I do believe things will get better with Lewis's schedule in the name of Jesus for work. But I'm grateful that as a marriage, we can move in together in this decision and God is backing us up. So I hope you receive something from this testimony and I hope that you could follow along with it. I hope it's encouraging to you. And if you have any questions or comments or concerns, please feel free to send us a DM on um, Instagram or Facebook, the remix movement. Um, you know, you can send us an email also, whatever it is that you want. Uh, we're here to help and to serve in any way that we can. So I love you guys. Um, I will talk to you again soon. God bless. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast, follow us on Facebook and Instagram at The Remix Movement for more updates. Be sure to check out our videos on YouTube and subscribe. Feel free to send us a DM with your feedback, questions, and any topics that you would like to hear in any of our future episodes. Thank you and God bless.